This is the Watch Post podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Watch Post podcast. My name is Mel Black. Um, today, we are going to continue on from yesterday's podcast where we talked about how the law does not have power um, to produce true righteousness in us and to overcome sin, um, but Christ does. Christ is the power for righteousness. And in Christ, we, um, in the righteousness of Christ, in the faith that we are called to, we uphold the law. We are not contrary to the law, but we don't trust the law to give us the power for righteousness. Trusting in ourselves, we trust in Christ um, to give us true righteousness and we seek it in him. Today, we're going to go on to talk about the ceremonial law in Hebrews 10 uh, verses 1 through 2. Now, this is what the Bible is most often talking about when it's talking about the law and being done away with the law. It is talking about the system that the Jews served um, up until Christ. They served a system um, that was a shadow of the things to come, the shadow of reality and that the Christians were no longer to serve the shadow, but the real thing. Um, and we will see that when, when Christ has saved us from the shadow of this law, he saves us so that we may now serve the reality of holiness. Um, he doesn't save us from holiness, but to holiness by these things. So starting in Hebrews 10, verse 1, it says, For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come, instead of the true form of these realities, it can never by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered, since the worshippers, having once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sins. Again, we're looking back here at how, um, as we talked about yesterday, having the law has no power to overcome sin. That's exactly what's being explained here. Um, if this shadow was the true form of reality of the righteousness of God, then ultimately the system he put in place would truly cleanse people from sin. And now Christ is the one who is put in place, the true sacrificial lamb that is able to take away our sins. And in the first place, a atoning for us before God, um, justifying us before the Lord by his righteousness, but also purchasing for us uh, a righteousness in him where we can be cleansed, truly cleansed of our sin and walk now in holiness before God. And so this, this is the law that is done away with. This is the shadow. It's, it's not the true form of these realities. This is what the scriptures are talking about as the law that we are no longer under. The Jews were no longer obligated to serve a shadow. They were now free to the real reality of these things, the fulfillment of what these things pointed to. Um, and that's a lot of what the book of Hebrews is, is written about. It's talking to Jews who were being persecuted by other Jews um, who were afraid to continue to put off the Jewish religion and turn um, and serve Christ. And the, the book of Hebrews is, is detailing how Christ is the 
actual reality of those things, how he's not in contradiction to them, but he's the actual reality of them. And what the Christian needs to realize is that this is not speaking to removing the call to holiness. This is directly speaking to now being called to actual holiness, that the misery is is serving a system that is a reflection uh, of the realities, but not serving the reality itself. Um, And that's what the Jews were doing. They were serving that shadow. They were serving a copy of the true thing. Um, And the Christian is now serving the true thing. Hi, editing Mel here. Um, In case y'all are wondering, the true thing of what? Uh, holiness, the true thing of godliness, not just a reflection of holiness, not just a reflection of purity, of righteousness, um, a reflection of the things of God, but now actually being grafted into the actual life and power of righteousness able to serve true godliness. We are now serving the true, uh, the true tent, the true temple. We are now serving the true high priest, um, living with the true sacrificial lamb that's before the Lord. Um, and what we need to understand about the ceremonial law is as it is removed and we're no longer, um, to obligate it, to live, to serve that shadow, it still continuously points to who Christ is and it defines the truth. It defines the reality. It is like the the setting for a, a gem in a ring. It, it is it is the outline of all of these things, and Christ is the substance put into that outline. And therefore, it's so wrong and very uh, destructive to to believe that we now remove that outline as it was destructive for the Jews to continue to serve the outline rather than the substance. Um, And both of these things are an issue, not just one. In the book of Hebrews in these days, the issue was people continuing to serve the the shadow, the, the outline rather than the substance. But today we are in such danger of believing so easily that we basically just cut half of the Bible away, the Old Testament, and we just throw it behind us and that it has no value when this defines Christ. The law is still meant to define holiness to us and define Christ to us. And in it, we are, we are to find the realities of Christ. So it would be wrong for us to, you know, try and go and offer some lambs on an altar and try to create the shadows again. Um, and that's what this is speaking to, but it would be so wrong for us to not spiritually discern what all of these things are pointing to. And that's the purpose of the law. We are to understand the true form of these things. An example of this is 2 Corinthians 3, 6. It says, for the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Um, Barnes comments on this verse saying, this is said, doubtless, in opposition to the Jews and Jewish teachers, they insisted much on the letter of the law, but entered little into its real meaning. They did not seek out the true spiritual sense of the Old Testament, and hence they rested on the mere literal observances of the rites and ceremonies of religion without understanding their true nature and design. Um, This is what we understand here about what Christ has done for us. We are now delivered to the Word of God, not from the Word of God. We are delivered spiritually to the true meaning of the Word. Um, no longer living in the flesh. 
I think a great verse on this is Romans 8, 3. It says, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. The spirit delivers us to the true meaning of the law, to the true meaning of these things, and therefore we no longer serve the shadow of them. And so this is what the Christian must understand about Christ, is that Christ came for our holiness, to turn us from sin, to cleanse us from our sin, um, to atone for our sin, but absolutely to turn us from our wickedness. And the two of these things today are getting separated. Christ is not in opposition to the law of God. He upholds the law. He brings us into a holiness that now walks in the true meaning of righteousness. And this is what Christ has died for. It is blasphemous for us to try and separate the atonement, the saving atonement of Christ with the call for holiness. And this is what all of the New Testament speaks to, um, especially even James speaks to. We need to realize that these things are not in contradiction, but they're one. They're together. Um, and as we rest in the righteousness of Christ to fulfill righteous, the righteous requirements of God on our behalf, we must see that Christ came so that he might destroy sin, that he might um, bring us out of sin into holiness and that we may truly actually walk in holiness. That is the reality that Christ has purchased for us. So I hope to see you all again tomorrow where we talk a bit more about the self-righteousness um, and how the Lord condemns self-righteousness and how people seek to use even the law of God um, for this sinful purpose, um, but that this is, of course, not the purpose of the law of God. Um, and so I hope to see you all there. Um, take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.